Doctor, what is immunity and how important is it to build immunity in our children? Okay, so so let's get straight to this. Um, immunity is the body's defense system towards an infection and it works by protecting us against germs that attack our body. So to put it simply, um, our body is like a country and the immune system is like its defense ministry, you know. So in the immune system, you've got a variety of cells and systems that that fight uh, for for you to provide a good immune system for your body so that you don't fall sick easily and you have a good immune system. And unfortunately, in most young children, this immune system is weak. So it is important to actually build our child's immunity as uh, young children don't have fully developed natural defenses that can protect them against the world. The early years of a child's life, especially in the first five years or what we call the golden period, um, is a rapid physical and mental growth where about 90% of our child's brain development happens during these first five years. So when a child is unwell, if their immune system is not uh, picked up for any particular reason, their overall development is impacted. Is immunity something inborn or can it be built? Okay, so there are two types of immunity, the innate immunity and the acquired immunity. Everyone is sort of born with some level of innate immunity. Um, However, a child above one, their immune system is still maturing. So as we grow, we require our immune system. Our immune system keeps growing as well. So in a way, we can actually say that immunity can be built over time, uh, but we also are born with some level of it. So we don't have zero at birth, you know, so if you get get that part of it. And um, building immunity usually begins in the gut, where about 70 to 80% of our immune cells are actually found. So hence why we actually stress a lot on balanced nutrition, um, coupled with key nutrients in this particular nutrition, which has been shown scientifically to actually activate and modulate our immature immune system. So one good example of a key nutrient is uh, milk fat global membrane or the MFGM. So the MFGM is a nutrient-rich component, which is naturally present in our brain. And studies have actually shown that an MFGM plays multiple roles in supporting our mental development, as well as an immune defense in the gut. There was a study that was done and published in 2012 that looked at children between the ages of two and six years old, and they were supplemented with two different types of milk formulas. So one that was MFGM fortified and one that was uh, just a normal milk, chocolate milk formula. And after four months, it showed that these particular children that were supplemented had a protective effect against gastrointestinal infections, had um, had a reduction in the number of fever days in these children, and it actually boosted their immune system with a significant de- decrease in fever symptoms in these particular children. How can we as parents help with boosting our children's immunity then, especially during this pandemic? Yeah, so when, when we're all um, undergoing a pandemic at the moment, with COVID-19 looming above us, there are actually a few things that we can do. But the five key things that I would actually look at as a parent myself is number one, nutrition. Number two, hygiene. Number three would be exercise. And number four would be sleep. And finally, your water intake. So when we talk about adequate sleep, I think it's something that's very under underestimated. Adequate sleep is very crucial for children and studies have shown that sleep deprivation makes a child more susceptible to illnesses. So when we talk about one or two year olds, they require about 11 to 14 hours of sleep per day. 
and about three to five year olds, they require about 10 to 13 hours of sleep and this includes their nap time. So as a child grows, they, they gradually reduce from two naps a day to single naps and some of them approaching primary school remove their day naps altogether. But all in all, they still need that same amount of between 10 to 14 hours of sleep per day. Right, so adequate sleep is very important. In a time where there's pandemic, hygiene I think cannot be stressed enough. We need to practice good hygiene by washing our hands properly and and in the right ways by reducing the that can reduce the spread of germs. Then we look at water intake. So staying hydrated, making sure our children have enough exercise during the day. These these simple activities keep our child's bodily functions working properly. And finally, when we talk about nutrition is one of the key ways that we can support our body in boosting its immune system. So we talk about balanced diet. When we talk about a balanced diet, we must have a variety of key food groups, such as uh, whole grains, carbohydrates, fresh fruits and vegetables, lots of lean meat, dairy, such as milk, and minimal fat. So a combination of all these key new, key food groups are very important. And as I've mentioned earlier, the, the researchers have actually shown that when you add certain key nutrients, such as the MFGM, in your child's daily diet, it is actually quite important to supplement and build their immune system. Now, is exposure to germs the best way to boost our children's immune system? So when we talk about um, exposing your child to germs, our children are exposed every single day at every single time. You can leave your child in the porch even for five minutes and he would have probably grabbed some 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 sand or some mud from you know your potted plants and already put some of it in his mouth. So avoiding germs is really difficult when you have toddlers and smaller children in the house. So exposure to germs, it actually can help to our bodies activate and regulate our immune system. However, we should not be actually looking at exposing them unnecessarily. So what I mean is we don't take them to a dirt-filled place or a dump fill and tell them don't wash your hands and all because this is not these are not things that we want them want to encourage them to do. So exposure on a minimal amount does help our children to boost their immune system. But can making your environment and your child extremely clean make them more susceptible to germs? So it's very difficult to keep our environment extremely clean. So that would consist of uh, uh, sterilizing, constantly wiping. I think in certain commercial areas, they recommend an hourly wiping of surfaces. Um, but that's because there's high flow of volume of people that are passing by of various uh, backgrounds. Whereas in your own home, you know, you probably mop the floor twice a day, once in the morning, once in the evening. That's good enough. You don't need to keep mopping your floor on an hourly basis because it's not going to help in any way. You still need a little bit of germs and some exposure to dirt to boost your immune system and to create some sort of response so that your body is protected and safe from illnesses. Should we be supplementing our kids with vitamins from a young age? All right. So my recommendation as a parent and as a doctor as well would be to encourage parents to focus more on lifestyle habits. So when I say lifestyle, I talk about daily diets, your nutrition, um, sleep, your hydration, as well as a good uh, activity, So which means your exercise. When you focus on nourishing your child with proper nutrition, um, this comprises of a balanced and nutritious meals, and that may be from various food groups, as I've mentioned earlier. As a simple guide, parents can actually follow the My Healthy Plate or a quarter, quarter, half, where quarter of your plate is filled with whole grains or carbohydrates, such as rice, pasta, and potatoes. 
Another quarter will be filled with proteins, such as uh, meat or fish or poultry, or even tofu for vegetarians. Well, the remaining half of the plate should be filled with non-starchy vegetables. When I say non-starchy, I mean like leafy vegetables, broccoli, tomatoes. So potatoes and sweet potatoes all still fall into the carbohydrate group, which is the quarter, right? So this is just a simple guide for some parents, and this can be found easily online. Supplements like vitamins, they contribute a very small amount to the body, while most of the majority of nutrients are actually derived from the food that we eat. So even though vitamins are helpful, um, parents shouldn't fully rely on vitamins to provide a complete nutrition for their child. Um, so you should not be giving your children more vitamins than nutritious food. There should be a good balance of healthy, nutritious food in key, key food groups compared to just supplements and supplements. However, if a parent is unsure, um, you're not too sure whether your diet is adequate, for instance, if you're a vegan, if you're a vegetarian, or, or you have certain limitation due to allergies, I think it would be best to discuss with your doctors on the best available diet for you and your children. There's no one particular food that can actually help a child build their immune system. So it doesn't mean if you take uh, 10 oranges, they, they have enough vitamin C in their, in their meal, you know, so you have to have a balanced um, diet that actually boosts their, their immune system. So milk is actually one of the most important meal requirements in children, especially the younger children is their, their food contribution may not be as much and they would have just progressed from other milks. So milk is a nutrient-dense food that provides many benefits on its own. The MFGM is just one component that is available in milk. However, there are other things in a diet that can actually boost the immune system. Fatty fish such as salmon, tuna, and certain omega-enriched eggs also contain some polyunsaturated fatty acids such as DHA. I'm sure we've all heard about DHA and how it helps to modulate immune functions and improve our brain development. Certain foods also contain uh, prebiotics or probiotics, and this supports good, good gut health. So it encourages good bacterial growth in our gut that actually eventually builds immunity. For instance, fiber-rich foods like leafy vegetables, as I mentioned earlier, certain fruits and other fortified oligosaccharides, such as the FOS or the GOS, which is the fructo-oligosaccharide and the galacto-oligosaccharide. Um, in a time like this where we're all undergoing a pandemic, some children may be lacking certain things in their diet. So parents can actually opt for some nutritional beverages that are added nutrients, such as these uh, DHA and MFGM that can actually be a good option to ensure their daily nutritional requirement is met. Some children don't like to eat so much. So when we, when we replace these with certain meals, um, certain milk meals, milk-based meals, it actually helps to build up their immune system and maintain the immunity. Dr. Raki, what's the difference between starting on fresh milk versus fortified milk for your children? When a parent asks me about fresh milk, it is still beneficial, although a lot of nutrients may be lost in the process of heating and storage of these milks. So when we talk about fresh milk, it's not exactly as fresh as how you would get in, in overseas countries. And it is still important for me, for our growing children, to get the nutrient-dense milk rather than just fresh milk which contains carbohydrates and proteins and nothing else, you need them to have the nutrient-dense milk which is basically containing all these extra vitamins, the DHA, AHA, the MFGM, and all those other nutritions, the prebiotics and probiotics, so you don't need to supplement them with other things. You just have a good choice of, uh, of a supplementary, I mean, you have a good choice of milk 
compared to just fresh milk on its own. So I think a lot of parents are still confused about fresh milk and uh, growing up milk. And I would still focus more on growing up milk, especially with our Malaysian or Asian diet that we have at the moment, which sometimes may not be as adequate as a uh, or nutritious diet that we actually look into. Now, if our kids are picky eaters, doctor, <laughs> and they don't like to eat vegetables at all, like my son, what kind of supplements can we actually give to them? Okay, so I know it can be difficult and it can be actually quite worrisome for some parents. But do remember that this picky eating is just a phase. Um, and a lot of us are just worried that our child is not getting enough nutrients because they are picky eating. But parents can actually opt to be more creative with the food. For instance, you can you can actually try food art. That seems to be a thing in the moment on, on social media. Food art with plates and with little Tupperwares for your children. Or you can even try blending juices and making them into smoothies. This is something I've encouraged most of my patients, especially those who don't like to munch and chew on their food. Making it into a smoothie or uh, blending it into juices actually helps. Or a simple popsicle. So you can buy these popsicle makers from uh, all those shops uh, in, in, uh, in shopping malls and get them to make it themselves. So the children can be a part of and involved in preparing the food or drinks. And that actually excites these children. So one of the methods that I actually tell my patients is to actually take your child along while you're doing grocery shopping. I mean, provided the proper SOPs are maintained and let them choose their fruits and veggies. So once they've chosen their particular fruit and veggie, when you come home and you're going to cook these for them, they should be involved in the making and the preparation of that particular fruit or veggie. So they are more excited about the food rather than just, you know, watching your handphone while you're having your dinner, which seems to be the norm for a lot of us these days. And um, besides that, according to the Malaysian Dietary Guidelines for Children and Adolescents in 2013, children are actually encouraged to consume at least one two to three, sorry, two to three servings of milk or dairy products a day. So milk or yogurts or, or these kind of, um, uh, what, sorry, these kind of foods are actually nutrient-dense food that provide um, energy and high-quality proteins, as well as certain micronutrients that may not be available in a lot of foods, such as your calcium, magnesium, selenium, and certain vitamins. Um, so when a child is very fussy with eating, first try to change and be creative with your food uh, preparations and how you present your food. If really everything fall, falls back, you still can rely on nutrient-dense milk to ensure that they have a balanced meal in the end. Actually, doctor, how important is having proper nutrition for a child's immunity? Well, honestly, you are what you eat. So even as adults, we are what we eat. Um, so what we feed our children is very important. These nutrients actually nourish our child from within. A healthy, well-fed child can can have can you can actually see a glow on their face. You know, so these nutrients should be absorbed in their body to support their body functions and keep them healthy. So it's very important when you have every nutrient from these key food groups because each one plays a role in our bodies. And the younger the child is the more immature their immune system. So we need to help them to boost these immune systems because like I mentioned earlier, our gut consists of 70 to 80% of our immune uh, cells. So that's where it starts and that's where, it, that's where we need to focus on. Doctor, is there such a thing where a children's immune system fully develops? At what age does that happen? This is a little bit of a tricky question. So there's no, um, there's no particular test that I can do. Like for instance, you do a test to say that, okay, at, at 
when your newborn your level is zero and when you're uh, 21 for instance you know when you're finally legal to vote when you're 21 your immune system is at the level of 20 and throughout your life we can actually check your levels of immunity there's no particular test like this that can be done so as we grow as we uh, as we are i mean as we are growing and as we are exposed to all sorts of things in food in our environment our immune system grows with us usually we say by the time you reach adulthood your immune system should be fully developed but this is provided you do not have any other uh, diseases along the way and your immune system is as per developing as per normal so there's no particular age where a child's immune system is fully developed it's not a answer that i can actually give like if you're 8 years old you're fine you're good to go you're 10 years old you're good to go no there's no particular age that we actually target at do immunity boosters work so i would put this into the same category as supplements um and it's unlikely for these immune immunity boosters to actually have an immediate effect so parents should not really rely on these things completely I would still focus on a daily diet and lifestyle modifications rather than immunity boosters. Doctor, what is a gut microbiome and how does it affect or influence a child's immunity? A gut microbiome is all of the microbes in our intestine. So it's like the whole community of uh bugs in our intestine. And we may have different microbes in our body at different ages and different people. So different people will have different groups of microbes as well. Um it is important to power our body with a variety of nutritious food so that it diversifies our microbiome. Um when we talk about prebiotics and probiotics this also adjusts the, the microbiome in your in your body and the more diverse our microbiome is the healthier we actually are. As our microbiome grows it supports our bodies in um, in many ways and one of the most important roles in our body is where it digests fibers um the fibers that i mentioned earlier the fos and gos which are your prebiotics as well and these produce short short chain fatty acids that are actually important for our gut health finally doctor what advice would you give parents to help their child with increasing their immunity especially during this time of pandemic so my final advice to parents in a time of pandemic would be to still maintain and focus on the five key things that we can do which are to maintain adequate nutrition with a variety of nutritious food um maintaining good water intake ensuring adequate sleep for our children and this does not include going to shops in the middle of the night for supper <laughs> even though we are open more than midnight at the moment yeah. to make sure they have good activities during the day and exercise and maintaining a good hygiene so keep your mask on wash your hands as frequently as possible so focusing on these aspect these five key aspects would be the most important thing in this time 